Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for virgins on the bus. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched Patterson. Yeah, we that's, did. That's it. That's just Patterson. One word. Patterson. Patterson. Like Patterson, New pa- Jersey. Yeah, or Patterson, the guy. Yeah. Dude, this movie's deep, all right? Mm-hmm. We don't know. What's this movie about? Is it about the guy? Is it about the city? You'll never know. There's too many layers of meaning, Tyler. Oh. You can't figure it out. Okay. Tyler, you want to tell the good people what this movie's about? It's about a, a, a bus driver, uh, and it's his work week. Well, not work week. It includes the weekend. Yeah, but the bus driver's played by Adam Driver. See how many levels there are? Adam Driver, bus driver. Cody, you just stole one of my notes. This movie goes deep. Oh, no. Word for word, that was one of my notes. Don't hurt me, Tyler. Don't do it. Just check it away, I guess. But, yeah. I mean, that's what it's about. This one's a Cody movie, and let me tell you. I'll I'll give you my my rundown, all right? My little, little first take. I liked it. A nice, you know, whatever happened to just a nice little movie about a week in the life of a bus driver? You know what I'm saying? That's what's wrong with America today. We don't have enough movies that's just like, Adam Driver was here for a week, and we watched it. <laughs> and uh, I liked it. I don't know if I loved it, but I liked it. It was a nice little movie, right? I appreciated it. Uh, just a pleasant little journey, you know? That's how I felt. How'd you do? How'd you do on it? I know you woke up early to watch this movie. You, oh, yeah. You set your alarm on a three-day weekend to pop this one off. Yeah. On this day, the the anniversary of the birth of our nation, Cody, I woke up early enough to watch this movie before we record. And I was last night, I was like, all right, how, how early do I need to work? It's a movie. It's a Cody movie. It's a movie that Cody... Asked if I thought it was too boring to get through, which was a, uh, which was a, uh, oof, you know, that was a, uh, that was a like punch in the soul nuts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so I was like, it's probably how long is it? Thinking it's probably gonna be like an hour and a half, I think. And I'm like, mm, is it two hour movie? And I was like, gosh. And I turned to Tiffany. I was like, why does Cody always pick two hour movies that are about nothing? They're about nothing. It's like, let's watch this person's life fall apart or not fall apart for two hours. And that's it. There's nothing. There's no, like, nothing. It's just, here's your neighbor. Here's what your neighbor's doing. It's like, cool. I've always Nothing cool, but he's doing, you know? Yeah. Anything interesting happened to the neighbor? Definitely not. But, you know, he's doing neighbor. The same, doing the same thing you're doing. <laughs> But next door. So, so, so did you like it? Yeah, it was all right. It was, it was pretty good. Here's the real question. Did I like the movie or do I like Adam Driver? That's the real yeah. question. And I think really I like Adam Driver. And I identified yeah. with some points of the movie. So I think that's yeah. why I this liked is, it. This is one that it's like two-hour indie movie that easily could have been like 75 minutes long you know like yeah if they wanted to they could have cranked you know not enough happens that it there it's you know look i can't dive in too deep because we're not there yet and i don't want to spoil <laughs> the movie in the week of a bus driver for anyone because let me Can tell I, you there are spoilers let there. me tell you cody this is be this is gonna be weird this is gonna sound weird but i feel like you yeah. of all people you will understand what i'm saying here Okay. This is what I imagine Fargo is, but there's also a murder happening. But everything else is just normal, right? From the trailers, <laughs> I mean, from the really? trailers Wait, of, you, the, of like the movie and the, the show. The show or the movie? I, I, most vividly is the first season of the show, which is more closely like like the movie, right? Because it's up in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, it's it's similar to the, it's similar plotline as the movie. I just remember the trailers for it all the time, like the, you know being like 
just people doing stuff, but it's like also murder happened and we're investigating uh, the murder. But most of the time, like every time they'd be like, well, so you're going to see your folks this weekend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, what? Tyler, I need you. I need you to watch Fargo. Here's the thing about Fargo. I'm not, the Cody, movie? I'm not, I've never seen the show. I've seen the trailer. I'm telling you what the trailers have told me. All right. Hey, this is what I'm mad about. Okay. Fargo, the movie, excellent. Definitely worth a watch. Fargo, the show, season one of Fargo is like one of the best seasons of TV. It's fantastic. Let me tell you. All right, let's take a break from talking about Patterson because it's worth doing. Here's the thing about Fargo. It's so funny you'd compare it to this. <laughs> this is what Fargo is, okay? Yeah. Patterson is a bus driver who writes poems in seven days, and nothing happens. Fargo, it's Minnesota nice people get involved with criminals and the police uh, storyline. So you have, like, a criminal psychopath, a regular dude, who got tied up with the criminal, and then the police trying to figure out what happened. So it's like, there's more happening. But that's like, every season of Fargo is along those same lines too. Where you're like, oh, this guy accidentally made a deal with the devil. Let's see how this goes, you know? But they do have fun accents, so there's that. But I'm saying the amount of times casserole was brought up in the trailers for the show is ridiculous, all right? So that's mm. what I'm associating. Because they never... For the first season, I don't even know if they show the psychopath, like the criminal character, in like yeah. most of the TV trailers. They just show like the nice people and like the cop asking a question. The person will be like, "Oh no!" So it's like, I know. And you there's did, like you did something. Then there's like Martin Freeman in a big puffy coat running. Yeah. Down a snowy street, you're like, well, "Why is he running?" You know, and that's it. Yeah, I hear you. The villain in season one of Fargo, though, so one of my favorites, all time great. Is it Adam Driver? So good. Oh, well, Billy Bob Thornton. <gasps> oh, I did oh, know that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, Tyler, we've just... teased it. I think we got to dive into Patterson now because the right. people want to know. They want to know what it's all about. All right, Cody. Hop on in. Hop in. Get in here, Cody. Get into the TIE Fighter. We're flying off into... Because <laughs> he's in Star Wars, Cody. Now get into oh, the yeah, bus. Get into the bus. But a TIE Fighter's painted on the bus, Cody. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes that sound every time I open and close the door. I would, right. I would ride the bus a lot more often if there were Star Wars sound effects going on. Yes, everyone would. Are you kidding? That sounds like a good time. Hey, you'd pay $30,000 to ride that bus, right? That's what Disney thinks. Yes. <laughs> so get get in the bus and let's let's hop on down to scenic Patterson, New Jersey, Cody. Be a quick three hour drive for me. I could be at those falls, Cody, if they even exist anymore. <laughs> I could be there well, right now, but no, I had to watch the movie. We're here. We're at the falls in scenic Spoilerton. New Jersey. Tyler, let's talk about it. Are you? Do you want to pop off first for me to pop off? I'll pop off. I'll do it first. You know what? You're going to pop off? I'll pop off. I'll pop off. That way you can you can rebut my 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 buttles. Ugh, I hate... Okay, let's get just another... When you type timer into Windows 11, it pulls up the clock, and the first thing it gives you is, like, the focus timer and to do. And yeah, daily right. progress and Spotify. And it's like, none of these are the thing that I want when I search timer. Just pull up Microsoft, please. <laughs> Just pull up the timer, all right? When I click on the clock. Tyler, I'm going to tell you right timer. now. Microsoft, they are listening and they don't care. You know? Phil, Your rage look. is what fuels them. Bill Gates is sitting, he's giggling. He's laughing at you. This is, this is what gets him going in the morning is your hatred for his timer search function. Phil, please, I've bought so many Xboxes. Put it, make something happen here, man. I don't know how much pull you have here, but I need you to do something. All right? Are See, I feel like you're you're talking to the wrong person. Bill, he's cold-blooded. He don't care. You got to get no, no. Melinda. Hook up with Melinda. She's the one that can make it happen. She's got a heart. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm tired. No, blood I'm not asking Bill, feelings. Cody. No, no. Bill, Bill's abandoned us long ago to go play with mosquitoes, all right? I'm talking about Phil Spencer, all right? He's the head of Xbox. He's on the board that runs Microsoft, okay? He's the one I need. He's the hero we all deserve, all right? Did I spend, have I spent probably more on PlayStations? Sure. But Cody, what's important is I've bought multiple Xboxes every generation. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm going to, I'm going to do the rant now. (laughs) All right. I'm going to do it. All right. I'm going into it. Cody, let's talk about these poems. Let's talk about how the word beautiful is used. Okay. I'm a, you know, Cody, I'm a man of culture. Poems. (laughs) You know, we don't need poems anymore. All right, let's move on. All right, you know, we've got, you know, we've we've got smartphones now. We don't need poems. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the message I drew from this movie. All right, let's you know, let's talk about the weirder thing in that same conversation where she says, "What's it like to have such wonderful feet or something?" What does that mean? If my wife asked me that, I'd be like, "What? Are you, are you doing drugs? What is happening? What's going on?" Why? What? Who are you? What is happening? What? Who hurt you? All right. Why? What? It's because he's got big feet, right? Right? It's big feet. All right. The mix scene in this movie was weird, right? At least at the beginning. Like there was a couple characters that it sounded like some were like, oh yeah, like I'm just you know like, oh man, that's crazy how I'm you know talking. And then, you know, talking, and then somebody else was like, Hey, so, like, I'm out here, you know, we're doing, we're singing lines in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was just like, what is happening right now? You're all, like, you're not, it's not like this is a cartoon. It's not like you're in the VO booth. What, why is it weird? Cody, it was weird, right? Like, there was a couple characters, their audio was blown way out. And I'm like, why is your audio? Why? All right. Cody, I can't, Cody, did Persia have elephants? Look into your heart, all right, Cody? Look into your heart and ask yourself, did ancient Persia have elephants? Did the ancient Persian Empire, widely known for having elephants, have elephants? Yes, it had elephants, all right? Let's talk. Donnie? I feel, I feel you, Donnie. I feel you, all right? I'm here for you, Donnie. Cody? We need to get Donnie on the podcast, all right? We need to let him just go off. Let him, you know, let him vent his frustrations, all right? Donnie needs to, Donnie needs help, Cody, all right? You're looking at me like you don't know who Donnie is? Donnie's the hero of the story, all right? All right, Adam, he gets bamboozled, all right? Adam, you know, what's his name? Patterson. Patterson gets bamboozled here. His wife, she got this dream. She's making cupcakes. Then she's doing something else. Then she's doing something else. Then she sees this guitar, and it's the only thing she's ever wanted in her whole life is this guitar that she learned about 20 minutes ago. And it's only a few hundred dollars. Adam, you sweet boy. You sweet barrel-chested boy. Don't buy that guitar. Cody, don't. You know this, Cody. You know don't buy that guitar. But you know what happens? The guitar gets bought. Tiffany came in after the guitar had been bought. What was the first thing she said? That's a nice guitar. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm about to get got by Esteban. That's what's about to happen, all right? Cody, look, look at me. Give me a thumbs up, thumbs down on Brussels sprouts. Mmm, that's a thumbs down. That's a thumbs down, all right? And that's, you know, I'm glad we can agree Brussels sprouts, not great, all right? In pie form, I could, uh, maybe, though. Why would hey, Cody? If you were, if you had a food brought to you in pie form, would you be, would you be like, oh, dinner pie? What is this? What madness have we descended into where a savory pie exists? Adam Driver, what world are you living in, man? You were in the Marines, all right, and you tell me you never had pot pie, all right? Sure, it probably looked gray and like slop. But you had it, my guy. I know you did. I know what these cap. I know what these commissary uh, well, mess halls serve. I know. All right, I've been there. You know, the Marines are like, oh, we've served dirt and crackers. It's like, no, you weren't. You were served the same food everybody else was. Get over yourself. You're you're still in this, you're in the same army as everybody else. All right. Shout out. I'm calling them out, Cody. I'm calling out every person named Adam Driver in the Marine Corps. 
get over it. You've had chicken pot pie before, all right? Marvin? Marvin's a douche. Can we agree on that? Can we agree on Marvin being the worst dog ever? I know you love Marvin, but he's worse than Bendy, the previous worst dog ever. All right, Cody? I'm looking at you. You see in there. It's true, though, Cody. You know it. You know it. You're just, you're blinded, Cody. You're blinded by her sweet, sweet face, but it's true. She's there. She's, she doesn't growl at you when you kiss, though, does she? Cody, I, there's a point at the end of this movie. I have a note here, and I'm, this, I said, is this where Squid Game tie-in happens? And you know what part I'm talking about. Tyler, uh, I'm going to cut you off right there. You... You started off, and I was with you. And at the end, you threw some punches. And uh, I'm going to have to rebut you. I'm going to have to rebut you hard. Right now, here we go. It's starting. Marvin. Marvin is a beautiful man. And let me tell you, I've never been more. Look, let me let me read you my Marvin notes. Bulldog, that's one of them. Um, I will riot if anything happens to this dog. They tease it because at one point, you know, there's some there's some young ruffians in a car, and they're like, "Hey, that kind of dog's gonna get dog napped." You know what I'm saying? I was like, "Oh, if these if these hoodlums do anything to this man, to this sweet English bulldog named Marvin, I I'm gonna burn this movie." You never know with indie films. You never know if it's just gonna be a little slice of life movie or if like. You know, this man's dog gets kidnapped and his wife leaves him. You know, I, you don't know how it's going to go down. Uh, you know, and at one point I wrote, Marvin is the protagonist. I realized, like, it's not about Adam Driver. It's not about the wife. It's not about anyone. It's about Mar This movie is centered on Marvin. Let me tell you. <laughs> My last note. No, Marvin is the villain. <laughs> when I... The biggest, per you know what I'm saying? Like, more so than Anakin becoming Darth Vader, anything. You know, the turn that we took, I was I was heartbroken. You know, it's like Gandalf when he realizes, realizes Saruman is evil. He's like, no, my friend, my companion. Marvin is the villain of this film. And it, you know what? It broke my heart. I was worried about this movie. I said, like, where's the plot going? What's, the plot is Marvin, is he, he's become evil. You know what I'm saying? He's out here. He's tipping over the mailbox. He's the one who's doing it. He's, he is the villain. And you know what? I've never cared so deeply for a villain. I never wanted so much for the villain. You know what I'm saying? We have his whole origin story. Marvin's here. He just wants his walkies. That's all he wants. He wants his walkies. He gets a walk every evening, but he gets put outside the bar. He got to sit outside the bar. Well, Adam Driver just sits here observing other people, drinking. You know what I'm saying? Marvin is justified in everything he did, okay? You know what I'm mean? If he didn't get left out, he never would have ate that notebook. Uh, so, how dare you besmirch Marvin and Bindi alike? Uh, I love Marvin. I love him so dearly. So, that's, you know, that's where you are wrong. This, here's what you don't understand. This is a whole genre of indie film, all right? I have seen other indie films where it's like, hey, this town you never heard of, or you've heard little about, this is a, a week in the life of someone who lives here. Columbus is a great example. Great movie. Also, so slow. Oh my word, is it the slowest movie ever watched. It's two hours, it feels like four hours, and there's about 60 minutes of plot. And that's not unlike this movie, where you're like, oh, nothing's going on, but we're here. What a pleasant little... And it's the same... Columbus is actually the same way, too, because both, both the lead actors, you're like, I like you guys a lot. Too bad nothing's happening... <laughs> There's nothing pushing this movie for. At least this movie had a dog, and the dog's name was Marvin, and he was both the hero and the villain. And what a, you know, what what a wonderful way to write a film. Look at him hustle. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. You don't get a bulldog and not expect to be pulled around town. They got that low center of gravity, and they're meaty. They're meaty boys. You know what I'm saying? It's like... It's like if you had a center, if you're if like a center in football, if you were trying to take him on a walk, it's like, no, you're going where he wants to go. He will tow you across town. Like you just gotta give in to where Marvin wants to go. So, you know, that's that's my thought on Marvin. I have another question for you. This is a big conspiracy question. We're gonna have to talk about this. Was it is it a tiny cereal bowl or is Adam Driver just huge? I couldn't he eats Cheerios out of the smallest cup. Like, his spoon barely fits in the cup, and his hands are so big. I don't know. I don't know what size bowl this was, and uh, I'm going to need your help on this because I felt like I was doing crazy. I was trying to figure it out. I had my thumb up. I was trying to do measurements, you know. Real tough. 
real tough. They talk about twins in this movie, then there's twins everywhere. And uh, the first time it happened, those old dudes, I was like, those old dudes are his kids. We're in a time travel multiverse movie, and this is going to get weird. And then it's just like, no, it's just the thing that happened. And, you know, maybe it was a good choice, but I would have been down. I would have been down for multiverse film where it's like, no, these are your children from another universe. And you've traveled. Patterson is the center of the multiverse. You know what I'm saying? Every time you look at the waterfall, you transport to a different multiverse. That's not, you know what I'm saying? Because that's how, that's how it would explain Marvin's turn, you know? Because it's like, no, this is good Marvin multiverse. Now you're an evil Marvin multiverse. You know what I'm saying? I think this movie, look, if we were to remake this movie, number one, we wouldn't change the casting one bit. Number two, it's got to be a multiverse thing. We'll get Spider-Man in here. We're, we have a, a plethora of Spider-Man now. We could pick any one of them to be in this thing, and we'll tie it into the MCU and now we're going. Now Adam Driver's in the MCU. Now Marvin's in the MCU. We got poems. Is going. Can't be stopped. Good Marvin. Bad Marvin. Apathetic Marvin. Um, BDSM Marvin. Uh, alien Marvin. Marvin the Martian. That's already that writes itself. We already we tie that into Looney Tunes universe. We're going. We're off and running. Imagine Marvin, but dressed like Marvin from Looney Tunes, right? Bulldog with a little alien hat and a little gun, a little holster. Come on. You're telling me you wouldn't pay? You're telling me you wouldn't pay $12 to watch that movie in a theater? Yes, you would. You would. I'm amazed at how long you were able to go on. I was like, I'm just going to just let him keep going. Just got, let him. I got ideas, man. <laughs> just let him keep going on Marvin. Here's the thing, Cody. Let me spin this for you. Imagine if Bendy didn't like you. You would be Adam Driver, all right? <laughs> you would be mouthing oh. i don't like you <laughs> i missed a I, I missed a note it was oh he's gonna kill that dog <laughs> that was yeah. early in the movie so yeah look yeah. i hear what you're saying dogs love me okay i'm a dog man yeah i'm a dog whisperer mm, you do whisper to them you yeah. whisper sweet nothings to them i mean you know, you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, if Bendy was always tipping over your mailbox, Cody. Yeah, but he doesn't know that it's Bendy. That's what you I, know, but he that probably. so great about he's him. Just, just like, oh, it's time for me to dip over the mailbox. Have you seen the, that video? There's this bulldog, and his whole thing is that he, similar to how Marvin, like, pushes over the mailbox. This bulldog just goes around and knocks over trash cans. Like, when he sees the trash can, he's like, it's go time. He runs up to it, body slams it, so the trash can falls over, and then he runs back to his owner. It is uh, it is delightful to watch. <laughs> just a bulldog, like, fly, body slam a, a big old trash can. It's a good time. Uh, so I, I did find, I, I found an article here that says Driver has been described as enormous, so, so big, and... A cross between Raging Bull, Aero De Niro, and Nicolas Cage in Moonstruck. <laughs> okay. Well, but while six foot two is definitely tall, it's not the hulking height that some might expect from seeing the actor in his film and TV roles. However, Vice recently reported that a fan that had met Driver says that he is actually closer to six foot three, and is incredibly broad in his shoulders. Six foot three is pretty ginormous for Hollywood, though. It's a big boy. Because, I mean, actors, here's the thing about actors. They're average yeah. or short, and they got big old heads. All right? That's yeah. that's what you got to, to make it in Hollywood, that's what you got to. So, yes. if you're kind of a unicorn if you're tall. Like, uh, what's his name? John Krasinski is a tall boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know how tall Andrew Garfield is. He might be a little tall. Adam Driver's a tall one. Andrew there's, Garfield's you know, there's only one a few ones of them. It's like, every time I hear that he's not short, I'm always like, what? You know, because he seems like he'd be short, but he's not. Yeah. He's so slender. He's kind of like a beanpole, you know? Whereas Adam Driver, he's got that got that wide chest, you know? Yeah, got that he, horse chest. He is a he is a big big boy. Hold on now. I'm gonna be sending you a reference image here. Alright. For you to if you can just uh look take a take a gander at that and describe it to the <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Oh, I mean, I believe this is from the uh, Adam Driver Burberry ad where he rides a horse and uh, runs into the water with the horse. And spoiler alert, maybe it's Dior or is it Burberry? 
Uh, anyway, he turns into a, a centaur under the water. Pretty great. So, uh, yeah, no, he's he's atop the horse, and he is uh, built. I mean, he might be Photoshopped there. Look at that man. He's, oh, yeah, he's got those got those tight black pants. He's astride a horse, and, um, yeah, yeah. Here's, here's another angle for you. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they've definitely Photoshopped some veins onto him, but um, he's working. How, he, like, I mean, Cody, there's only one true shirtless Adam Driver image, right? We all know it. We all have we it. De- we, you know, we all have it solidly in <laughs> the spank the, bank. Oh, it, it's not the high pants, is it? Oh, Cody. You know. Yeah. You know it. Oh, there, there are those oh, high there pants. Is. They're so high. <laughs> He's like just a wall of a man. He's so square. <laughs> Oh, man. What a man. He's taking a break. He said he was, like, kind of pressing pause on acting and just taking some time to himself because he'd been in so many big movies back-to-back. Yeah. But, you know, I respect. Yeah, you know? Uh, you talked about Donnie. Is that the uh, is that the nice, the nice man who's uh, very, very sad and has all the problems in the world? He's got a he's rash. Like bus dispatcher guy. Yeah, he's got the rash. I forget that actor. He's in a, that actor's in a few things. He's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> My note for him is, oh, he's like Eeyore. He's like a human Eeyore. Yeah. He's like, anyway, this happened and this happened and everything's terrible, but, you know, what are you going to do? It's like something about it. He's like, nope, nope, I'll do nothing about it. You're like, oh, yeah, there's Eeyore. There he is. Yeah. I just, I liked their conversations where he's like, how are you, <laughs> like, how are you doing? And then he's like, well, this, the, how, how about you? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's a good one right there. Oh, so funny. Uh, uh, I want to talk about the bus virgins. Yeah. But so Cody, they, drivers Cody, they knew. On the bus, and there's two construction boys. And they're like, oh, yeah, no. You know, Gina, she, she came over. She was talking at the party, and it was pretty wild. You know, she was, like, smiling at me and, you know, Talking is uh, it's pretty hot, you know. <laughs> He's like, "I oh, did." You got her number? He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I did." Did you call her? Nah, no, nah, I didn't. <laughs> you know, he's like, "But you know, these girls are crazy out here." Yeah, no, these. So they females. have that whole conversation. These females. These females. <laughs> like wow. the girl walks past in the bus. She's like, oh, "Gosh, um, absolute virgins." I love it. It is a re- that is based on a real conversation that the, the the director heard at a bar. He was like, "This is amazing," and he should put it in his movie. <laughs> so real conversation that happened. Pretty fantastic. Made me, made me real happy. He's like, oh, yeah. well, you know, I, I had to wake up early, you know, for work, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't showered yet, so you know. So. <laughs> she just left, but you know, I knew what she wanted. Uh, they knew what they wanted, Cody. They knew what these <laughs> girls wanted. Ah, uh, it's so good, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's females right? out here, you know. Females be wild out here. I like, they got all quiet as she walked past. <laughs> oh man, good time. Was I uh, what you think of? Uh, I mean, we already talked about the nice wife lady, Laura. She uh, yeah. little projects, little cupcakes, her uh, guitar, her painting. You know. All right. He's out here telling. <laughs> Check over the shoulder. I know. So. Yeah. So this is where I identified with the film. Yeah, I knew you. Okay, this is what I want to hear. Just, you know, the coming home to a new project and being like, oh, it looks great. You know, oh, that's awesome, sweetie. Yeah. Oh, baby, that looks so good. You know, you're doing it, you know. Look at you go. And then come home, another project. Cool, that's awesome, honey. You know, oh, that's so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, you could definitely be a professional wrestler if you really put your mind to it. You know, like. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I could absolutely see this being Bailey if she wasn't working right now. So I even read an article recently about, I forget what it even, like, the point of it was, but it was talking about, like, there's just some people where, like, they, they kind of pour everything into it. I thought of a project. This is everything now for the next 48 hours. And then we will never talk about it again. 
I have another idea for a project. It's going to change our lives. And then two days later, like, yeah, no. Anyway, here's the new project. Yeah. Like, no, no. This is all I've ever wanted to do. All right. This has been my dream since I was a baby. <laughs> Anyway, you know how everything I, on I live that. and breathe is uh, about becoming a country music star, right? <laughs> yeah. But just his, like... <laughs> where, where is she from? <laughs> it's like a Persian lady, you know? She's like, you yeah. know, country music and me, we're hand in hand. This has always, yeah. always been it. Yeah. Which so, then is like, yeah. But just like the, oh, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, that's awesome, you know? And I his face, so which she's like... It's which and the speech she gives him leading into the, it's a couple, it's a few hundred dollars, and the face he makes, I was like, oh, so many conversations like that, like, okay, so I found this thing, it's perfect, you know how I've wanted to do this for so long, and this would make it possible, and it's perfect, and it's got all this extra stuff, and really it's a great value, for this much money. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. For how much? Um, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, you know, like running through had, the budget in your head a million times trying to figure yeah. it out. I've had the exact conversation when she's then was like, all right, we need to talk. Something about me and something about you. And she says, <laughs> I was like, oh, I've had, I've had this exact conversation about uh, every other week for the last two years. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. But I thought, I thought it was really sweet. Um, he's very supportive. They're very supportive of each other. And uh, it was just nice. They're cute together, I thought. Yeah, I thought they were cute. I was waiting for the part when they had their meltdown because Cody, I thought this was, because uh, I'm pretty sure it's, you know, it seems like he wears the same clothes and it's this in, in the same house as, like, what was that movie Marriage Story or something where it's his marriage slowly <laughs> falling apart? <laughs> So that's oh, what I was expecting. It's not slow. <laughs> so, it falls apart immediately. I was expecting the book gets ripped up, and it's like, okay, now he's going to do his crazy like rant thing I've seen online. And he never does. The movie ends. The yeah. And I was, like, I was like, this is a different movie. And then I thought for a second, I was like, do they have multiple versions of the movie? <laughs> like, <laughs> Is it like every time you play it, everything's a little bit different? Sometimes mm. their marriage works out, sometimes it doesn't. And then I thought, oh my gosh, that's a genius idea for like a streaming only movie. Yeah, it's like how when they when they released Clue on VHS, they had yeah. three different endings, like three different people who did the murder. Yeah. So just like, depending on what copy you got. That'd be so that'd be such a easy thing to do. But like make it subtle, you know? Right. Because you could do it something something like this where it's like throughout the movie, like, oh he you know, like you watched it and he wasn't supportive of the, like they still got the guitar, but he wasn't supportive of the guitar thing. Mm -hmm. And so that causes tension, Cody. And she yeah. is like, oh, I told you to get the copies made, you know, because he wasn't supportive of the guitar. I told you yeah. to go make a copy of your stupid book. Mm -hmm. And now they're fighting. And then who's there? Marvin. He's there. He's unscrewing the chandelier. It He's falls on Adam Driver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marvin oh, takes man. the chair, man. You know? Do you have I a love, chair in your house Marvin that's so only much. for animals? Absolutely not. No, because wherever, whatever chair I'm sitting in, that's where the animals are sitting. Here's the real question. That's how Cody. it works. Here's the real question. I move I... Bindi, I sit down, then Bindi gets on me. That's yeah. how it works. Well, you're in or her sits seat. on my face on the bed. Yeah. yeah. No, that's how it goes. You are the seat, Cody. That's what yes. you don't understand. Here's the thing. Cody. I got. Here's the thing. I got six theater style chairs in two rows in my basement now. Let me tell you, Bindi has never picked any chair except for the one I sit in. Yeah. Because she loves you, Cody. When I go to get in bed, she's like, I'm going to sit where you go. So then you have to move me, and then you sit down, and then I get, and then I scooch on up to you. Yeah. That's how it goes. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just part of it, Cody. That's just part mm -hmm. of it. Like the skeletons. They're part of it. All right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked... Uh, 
I you know I enjoyed the movie. It was it seemed to me just like a very just a humanist movie. You know, just like look at all these humans having their nice little interactions. Shouldn't we all just be you know nice with each other like this? And let me tell you, I haven't thought about poetry. Uh, well, I guess, I guess I saw a movie about Emily Dickinson, and that I thought about poetry a little bit then. Before that, it was probably my creative writing class uh, freshman year of college. So what, 10 years ago? That's the last time I th- thought about poetry, and I had to write some poems in there. Um, I don't love poetry, but I like some of it sometimes. I haven't thought about it. Let me tell you. Adam Driver reading a poem while video was happening, I was like, Oh, this is nice. I forgot poetry could be kind of nice. This movie is like a nice little poem, you know? And it just was what it was. Yeah. But here's the thing, Cody. Have you seen Squid Game? All right? At least the beginning of it. I'm familiar. Like, the guy approaches him and is like, you suck, right? Want to make some money? Yeah. And then they play, like, a game. And he approaches him with the same energy. With this guy. I mean, this man, obviously, Japanese, not not South Korean, right? Uh Uh-huh. But it was just very funny because I was like, oh, my gosh, is he about to get squid gamed? (laughs) But no, it was not. They just had a very touching moment. Guy gives him a notebook, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And uh, Tiffany's now obsessed with Japanese notebooks. Well, there there you go. I'll tune back in uh, next week to see what the new thing is. Yeah. Yeah, I... I liked it. It was nice. I wish that Adam Driver Patterson was able to tell people he was a poet because that was the whole thing, you know? Laura was like, you, need, you, you write great poems. You should print your poems. You should make some copies and see if someone wants to you know, do something about it. And even when he talks to other poets, he's like, oh, I like poetry, but he never says, I'm a poet too, which is like wholly unrealistic because really if you're a poet and another person is, shows any interest you're obliged to be like, I will read one for you now, you know? Yeah. Be like, buckle up. It's two and a half hours long, and half of it is in French, and I don't know how to speak French. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You ever had a poet friend? I don't know. I don't know if I have. I take it you have. I've just lived it. You know I it. I mean, I've just had someone be like, let me read you this poem. Ice. What is ice? And then it goes on for five minutes about nothing. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. It's like not half your sentences didn't like weren't sentences. And I was like, I don't understand poems don't have to rhyme, but you need to make sentences that make sense that are words yeah. that go together in a sentence. I feel like some people get a little mm-hmm. too loosey-goosey with the poetry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if yeah, that's it's not rhyming, what's the point? You thought I was gonna rhyme. I thought <laughs> I was gonna rhyme. I couldn't get there. I couldn't get there. It's not. If it doesn't rhyme, don't waste my time, Cody. That's the oh, thing. right. Wow, it blew, just blew my mind. So, yeah, that's what I liked about the poetry in this movie. There's the right kind where it doesn't take itself like too seriously, you know. And it's kind of just like, well, here's my musings. Let me muse a little bit. It's kind of clever, sometimes it's not. I love that they read the the icebox poem, you know, from which is a pretty well-known poem, I, I think. But it's the one that's just like, hey, uh, sorry I ate the plums you were saving in the icebox. They were so delicious and so cold. <laughs> like, that's the poem. <laughs> like, it's a great poem. You know? But what it's does it mean? a slice of life me? in two words, two sentences. But what does it mean? I don't What's know. I mean, I, obviously the icebox represents something that makes things cold. And the plum represents the fruit of knowledge and um, something like that, you know? Yeah. Here's the thing, Cody. I'm convinced that most poetry doesn't mean anything. It only means something because your high school English teacher got rejected from being a college professor, and now it's taking out that frustration on you by making it mean something, okay? Here's what it is. I'll tell you what poetry is. You ever made a puzzle? Good poetry is like a puzzle, okay? It's giving you clues, and you're piecing it together. Then you piece it together, and you're like, well, this was pointless. <laughs> this was an absolutely pointless exercise. I knew what the puzzle looked like because it's on the box. I made the puzzle, and now we're going to take the puzzle down, you know? Yeah. And that's what's beautiful about it. <laughs> it's pointless. You know? 
Yeah, but Cody, what does it mean? How does it make you feel? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-mm. No, I refuse. You have a you master's degree, feel. Cody. You. <laughs> You're a highly educated man, and you can't feel things? That doesn't show a large amount of emotional intelligence, Cody. All right? <laughs> well, you know, I'm emotionally intelligent to know that I'm a sociopath, and that's enough to pass, you know? I guess so, yeah. I mean, you're a sociopath, which means you are aware of and do sometimes feel emotions. You just most of the time don't. But you can mm-hmm. fake them. That's all it But takes, I can right? pretend, yeah, I can pretend, so, you know. That's all you need. If anything, I'll do better than the average Joe because I yeah. know exactly what I'm doing. I'm here. I'm, I'm behind the thing, the uh, silk screen, the sm- Wizard of Oz. You know the Wizard of Oz? I know the Wizard of Oz. That's I'm like aware. That. You know, I I did enjoy um, a lot of the interactions. One of my favorites was probably the uh, the fireball thing, when the bus breaks down and yeah. like four different people are like, oh my goodness, could have it exploded into a giant fireball? And he's like, no, it's just an electrical problem. <laughs> like, everyone's like, oh man, your bus probably is about to burst into flames and a big old fireball, huh? And he's like, no, it's just a bus. So it's just an electrical issue. Yeah. I loved it. You know, I was thinking too, I was like, I could call my mom right now, I bet, and be like, hey, I, I was on a bus and it just had like a, a broke down. Like it's on the side of the road now. And that would probably be the first thing she would say. is like, oh, my gosh, is it going to catch on fire and blow up? No. Yeah. Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like um, an Amtrak train, Cody. Topical. Oh, too soon. Cody, 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 you say it's too soon. The day of the accident, I was like, oh, I'm from Missouri. And someone's like, oh, it's a good thing you didn't take an Amtrak train here. And I was like, <laughs> several people are dead. <laughs> like... <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, man. It's like, I'm, first off, I couldn't have even taken an Amtrak train here. Second off, what? Like, I just heard about <laughs> this thing like 20 minutes ago, and you're already making cracking jokes to me about it? I could have known people there, man. Oh, yeah. I didn't, but, you know. Tyler? This movie didn't have a lot of plot. Let me tell you, when they pulled out the gun, I was like, okay, this is the event. This is what's happening in the movie. Yeah. They're in the bar, and it's the guy from The Good Place, and he pulls a gun on his lover, his forlorn lover or whatever. I was like, oh, this is it. First mistake, Adam Driver's in the room, all right? You should not try any shenanigans when former Marine and current actor Adam Driver's, you know, in the building. Yeah. Man who's been described as enormous and so so big. Yeah. He takes him down and then the bartender shoots him with the foam pellet. I was like, oh gosh, this this seems like even if you knew it was a foam pellet, not the appropriate response. Like Can you imagine this movie if it was a real gun? <laughs> he just killed this dude on the floor of the bar. I mean Cody. Imagine the rest of the movie. <laughs> Then we got Fargo season cleaning whatever. up the box. Exactly. No, yeah, it exactly. Would be. You're right. Yeah. Can you imagine. Adam I thought Driver it was it. I the, thought we had an inciting event for the rest of the movie, and it was just a little side note, and that was it. Yeah. I also like how you called the guys in the car ruffians when they just sort of like, "Hey, uh, you're that dog. That's this kind of dog, right? See, I told you, man. Those things are super expensive, right? Expensive feed. That's- oh yeah." Watch that's how, how people... worried I was about that dog. You know what I'm like? That's what I said. These movies, you don't know what's going to... Someone gets a gun pulled out of them at the bar. We're reading poems, and the next scene, there's a gun at the bar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but these guys, these these fine young gentlemen did not pull that gun, Cody. They were just interested in the same... They were interested in the very dog you were. Look, right? if Adam Driver was a police officer, he would have shot all those people six times. You know what I'm saying? They're out here threatening crime. They're like, you better, you know what I'm saying? That's what a mobster would do. He'd be like, better watch out that dog might get dognapped. That's what they say before they dognap you. You know what I'm saying? But they didn't, Cody. I've never been more scared in my life. Cody, I think. Talking about Marvin like he wasn't there. They weren't, didn't even address him. They're like, <laughs> Adam Driver, 
what dog is that? You could have asked Marvin himself, all right? You could have asked that fine young dog, like, hey, what's your name, sir? That's the polite thing to do. You address the yeah. dog, and then the owner has to say, hey, I will proxy. I'll answer your questions for the dog. He's not learned English yet. Yeah. Well, Cody, I mean, we did establish in an earlier episode that you don't know the proper etiquette, but that would be the proper etiquette for addressing somebody with a translator. So you don't talk to the translator, you talk to the person. Translator exactly. is a, an object there. They're not, they are mm-hmm. subhuman in that interaction. Just a piece right? of meat. Yeah. There was one movie we watched where you're like, talk to the translator. And I was like, no, Cody. No, it's not what you're supposed to do. No. Don't look at them. You look at the person, Cody. So, like, if we had a translator over here, don't even look at them. Throw something at them every so often just to show that you know they're nothing. Like, they're not, like, you didn't even know they were there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hear you. And just maintain very intense eye contact with the person you're speaking to when neither of you are speaking the same language. Yes. That's the only way to talk to someone in another language. Very didn't even try barking at Marvin. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't even try to meet him halfway. Well, you know, (laughs) Cody, these ruffians roll up and bark at your dog, you know? (laughs) Sounds like you you might think something else is going on here. You might. You might get out your little foam pistol. All right. Imagine if this movie was about like some people that learned to communicate with dogs and were like plotting some sort of a, a takeover. Yeah, one mailbox tips awesome. at a time. Slowly drive their owners insane. Tips the mailbox over. He runs back inside. Uh, Here's the thing, though. Who left the door open, Cody? And then who shut the door? So who's the real villain in this situation? Good question. He does it every day. Oh, man. Here's the thing, though. I thought of that, though. I was watching that, and I was like, that's something I could see, like, Tiffany being a part of. Because she's like, Mm. well, it seems like, you know, like you like tipping it back up every day. So, yeah. So, I, like, I expected (laughs) it to be, what is her name, Laura, going out there and tipping it over just so he can get the satisfaction of standing it back up every day. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny too like the effort he get like I get it like as a homeowner sometimes you're like <laughs> I'm not gonna like fix this all the way but I'll I'll make it look like it's not broken you know like I understand but the amount of effort he goes through is like he he, he tries to do it with his hand obviously he's not gonna stay because it never stays because he does this every day and then some days he kind of leans on it some days he puts his foot on it and pushes it down I'm like, Adam Driver you are a mountain of a man like if you wanted to you could probably get this thing stuck back in or Put some dirt or rocks in there so it isn't wobbly, you know? But yeah. no. Gets there, he pushes it, and he goes about his day. Yeah. He'll get to it eventually, you know? Mm-hmm. But then he never does. Uh, I, have, I only have two fun facts <gasps> in this movie. Give me those fun facts, Cody. First one, the man at the laundromat you may recognize as Method Man from Wu-Tang Clan. And another member of the Wu-Tang Clan is in another one of this director's movies. So, yeah. Wu-Tang Clan, they love to be in old white men's movies, you know? Especially when they're about poetry. That's what I'm saying about this being just a humanist movie. Just like, look, there's a man wrapping up the laundry. Adam Driver's just like, my dog and I are going to listen and give you a nice little compliment. You're doing a great job, you know? That's just, that's the world I wish we all lived in. I did like that moment because I know there's some people... It always seems like it's a hotly contested thing, usually between Mm -hmm. cool people and old white men, right? Uh, Or would you consider rappers as poets? And it's here's the correct answer, Cody. Yes. All right. Right. They write poetry, right? And then they (laughs) say, and then they rap it. Yeah. So it was that nice moment of he's a poet listening to another guy working on his poem in his way. Like, just one of them writes down these, like, super abstract things that don't rhyme, and the other one has to, like, sing them or chooses to write them and sing right. them. Right. Well, it's like people, like 21 Pilots fans, like to be like, oh, well, you know, they're, they married rap and poetry. Like, well, it's not really fair to the entire history of hip-hop, but that's cool. You know, like, yeah. just because it's in a language you recognize a little better. You know, doesn't mean that it's more poetic um, yeah. or whatever. But I mean, just like poetry, 
some poetry really sucks. <laughs> and some of it's better. Some's more abstract. Some is more literal and more like, oh, I can identify with this because it makes more sense to me. Whereas other people are like, no, that, you know, I want something deeper than that or want something more obscure than that or abstract, you know. So, yeah. of course it is. Just like any anyone who writes songs is a poet, you know. Well, I would argue that rap is the merge of merger of poetry and music, right? Because like yeah, writing a song, it's more is a it's more like poetry with rhythm, whereas yeah, your typical more like pop music is more melodic and more about the music versus the yeah. Like I would say the rhythms tradition. Like usually, music is you're writing words to go with the music, whereas rap is like you're writing rap with the intention of doing it to a beat. So it's just a different type of poetry, which I never understand people who don't classify it as poetry because it's like there's different types of po- poems, right? Like there's mm-hmm. everything from like... Some are structured, some aren't structured. Yeah, I mean, there's everything from like a thick book. Some have book, set rhyme like, schemes, some a, don't. Yeah, like here's a poem versus a haiku. You know, it's like this is... Right. Breath. Cody, let's just be rapists. Oh, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> I just... Yeah, not gonna say anything about that. I love it when people have. Have you ever heard this in like mo- movies, shows? Every so often, instead of saying a rapper, someone will be like, "Oh, he's a rapist," and I'm like, "Don't know." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know if that's at all correct, but I ever, hear it every so often, and I'm always like, mm, "Can't be right." It's a little close. Uh, what's one of my favorite jokes from Rest of Development is uh, <laughs> what's his name? Oh, I forget his name. Whatever the guy who plays a uh, team. Tobias Fumke is his name, but he, uh, he's like, I was the world's, you know, <laughs> he's like a psychologist. He's like, I was the first one to, to combine, to be both an analyst and a therapist. I was the world's first analropist. <laughs> and so then you see his business card and it just says, <laughs> you, when you see it on paper, you're like, well, that's the worst thing I've ever seen, you know, but yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty great. <laughs> world's first analropist. So. Oh, what a world we live in. So Maybe Method Man's why, in this movie. Maybe that's why Adam Driver doesn't say he's a poet. He doesn't want to go down that road, you know? That's what I like. He just like, I like what you're working on. It's pretty cool, you know? Because he interacts with other poets during the movie, too, and he's like, oh, I like, I like what you do, you know? Yeah. It's he's cool. very encouraging to other people while really, you know, being like, oh, my snuff. It's not good. He's such a private boy. You know? Classic. But I do like his poems. And his poems, I think one or two of the poems are written by the director, but the majority of the other ones are written by, like, a another poet who's like decently well known um so all the poems in the movie are like real poems from like a real poetry guy mm. so this who like plagiar- has published so they works plagiarized and stuff him, is what you're saying well i mean no no so it's plagiarism they got permission just pretending that patterson wrote them but patterson is not a real man nor is it a real place as we learn you know from the movie patterson is a state of mind and oh. adam driver's crazy and uh, Marvin isn't real, right? We can all agree on that. Like, it's Adam Driver's actually the one who's crawling on all fours and tipping over his mailbox and crawling back in. That's how he's yeah. able to open the door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what this movie's exactly. about. Exactly. There you go. Boom. Uh, my other fun fact for this movie, Adam Driver, I'm sure you're not surprised, learned how to drive a bus. So he actually took three months of class. Like, the production was like, it'd be great if you learned to drive a bus. He's like, yeah, I'm super down. I'm into that. And like, we just got to figure out how to, you know, how to get you to learn to drive a bus. By the time they figure it out, he's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to class. I'm already I'm already enrolled. I already started. So Adam Driver's a cool dude, as we all know. He's a sweet boy. He's a large barrel-chested man who's basically a, a horse among men. And he learns how to drive the bus. So, And he has wonderful feet. Mm-hmm. He passed. He even passed the, like, the licensing test. So he is like a bona fide licensed driver. Cool. That's cool. You think they'll incorporate that into, you know, the Kylo Ren, uh, yeah, Kylo Ren Disney Plus series? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It'll go. laughs> they land on Earth and they're like, "Oh no, what do we do?" Like, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, the Tie Fighter what goes down? He's like, "I got this." Yeah, It'd be classic. Bus driving yeah. and like firing a laser out the window. It's like, oh no, we need uh, we need the component. What? Oh man, the only thing we can do is uh, this microwave, this nine hundred dollar mic. Where are we gonna get nine hundred dollars? And now, boom, it's a sitcom. It's Kylo Ren <laughs> and two stormtroopers, <laughs> and they're they're there. They're trying to raise the money to buy the microwave to fix the Tie Fighter. 
uh, and his wife is just the stormtroopers, and they're making cupcakes, and he's driving the bus. And Cody, yeah. I'm. This could be. Let's be real. What? They could make six seasons of that show, and it would always be the best, right? Like if it was yeah. just a sitcom where it's Kylo Ren and two stormtroopers, you know? Yeah. But they're just they dealing with being roommates and blending yeah. in. That's the thing about like, the what best. Marvel does well is, you know, they're doing all the different genres of movies. Like, this one's a heist, this one's a comedy, this one's a sci-fi, this one's a horror. You know, they do it all. They need to do that with Star Wars a little more. Like, Mandalorian's like a Western, right? But the rest of them, I don't know if they've got a vibe. They need to just be like, no, this is the sitcom Star Wars show. And it's Kylo Ren, you know, yeah. and Stormtroopers. We just got to go all in. Yeah. Kenobi's pretty good. Yeah, I, we, I, look, I did it. I finished it. I watched the show. In a reasonable amount of time after it came out, I did it. Look at you! Be so proud of me. I'm so proud. Watch the whole thing. Yeah, we'll All talk about it. We'll talk about. I know it exactly. Later. I know exactly what happens. I know the whole thing. Yeah, we'll talk about. Kenobi's it, there. So are other characters. It's it's but, quite groundbreaking. You know, but we don't want to give. We can't give it to them. Like as you said when I suggested, we will never review TV shows because I hate the listeners. So you know. Exactly. Yeah, the listeners. You know, you don't know what you want. If we were out here reviewing TV shows, we never would have got to meet Marvin. And what a better day it would have been. Tyler, that, that's about all my notes on this movie. I um, Do you want to slap a rating on it? Do you want to tell me what you would give it, letter grade-wise? I'll give this one a B plus. I liked it. I'd recommend it to people, but Tyler. I don't think it's one that I will go back to. And so that's kind of where it would sit for me. Like, B-plus, I feel like if it's a movie that I liked, I'm not mad that I watched. And I feel like they did a really good job, but it's not one that I'm like, yeah, I'm not going out to buy the steel book, you know? Yeah. I, uh, this is special, Tyler. I, I love it when this happens. I was going to give this movie a B-plus, too. I really enjoyed it. It was a pleasant little movie. I think it set out what it went to do. I mean, you know, it's not in the A range where it's like, oh, I'm going to rewatch it, or I thought it was, like, expertly done. I thought it was well done, and um, it, it was just a very interesting, like, pleasant little movie with some nice vibes. Like, I don't know. I, I really feel like they nailed the poetry thing, and this movie was kind of just like a nice little poem about life, and uh, it was sweet. And I was relieved. that I wish I almost wish at the start of the movie I knew, like, yeah, nothing bad is going to happen. Everything's going to be fine. Because I, I was on edge for one or two scenes where I was like, something bad has to happen. Um, but yeah, this movie, it's just simple, sweet little film. I think it's funny. I don't know if you saw the on IMDb the poster for it, but the poster for this movie is one of the, um, it's one of the poems, and it's like the most intense of the poems because it's like, I'm just going to pull it up so I don't get it wrong. But I don't think it gives off the vibe of the movie that well. Oh, the yeah. Poster, the... It's them in bed, and I thought this movie was going to be way more dark than it was because it's like, if you ever left me, it's like handwritten one of his poems, I'd tear my heart out and never put it back. And you're like, oh, this is going to be some sort of a intense, you know, romance, maybe something terrible happens. It's like, no, it's just yeah. a sweet little movie. Yeah, I mean, so, it's just a normal couple. Yeah, and that's what they did. It really rang true, like you and I said. Like, like this, is, this is what it's like to be married and not have any kids and just be kind of going about your uh yeah going about your day with marvin you know yeah and like even the you know um how many times it comes up with like oh hey these are like the six famous people from patterson and being like because that's what it's like that underdog city thing where it's like no no patterson's like look we got alan ginsburg we got abbott and costello (laughs) they're like no which do you know where patterson is it's in New Jersey. Yeah, it's like right outside of New York City. So I mean, it's like oh, it's yeah. one of those cities where it's like basically a suburb of New York. I'm mm-hmm. sure most people's minds. So you know, which coming from you know, like Kansas City's that way, where they're like, oh yeah, like you know, you go to some places, then they're like, Ernest Hemingway lived here for like two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like Eminem went to middle school in St. Joe. Like what? <laughs> It's a weird flex, but yeah, I guess. Yeah. Our newspaper fired Walt Disney for not being creative. You know, classic stuff, right? So, Paul Paul Rudd's from here. 
Oh yeah, Classic. Jason Sudeikis build a beer in my friend. That's mine. That's my claim to fame. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you're like, or, you know, you're from like a pit stop town. So I mean, I'm sure it's the same way. Where it's like, yeah. No, we're famous. We my friend's stuff. car broke down here. Yeah. Yeah. Roy Rogers is buried here. They filmed that bur- that thing at the burger place. What movie? Kill Bill. Kill Bill. And Mank. Mank is filmed in Interval Part One too. There you so go. look at that. We got a we got a couple going now. Yeah, you know what happens in West uh, West Sublime Burrow? Sublime calls out uh, Victorville in a song. Sublime <gasps> has a song about us. Yeah, nice. That's cool. That's pretty cool. So uh, there you go. Well, it's if, a good you know, if you want just a nice little movie, there there aren't a lot of movies like this, you know. Yeah, I feel like there was another one that one. we did that I kept expecting something awful to happen. It was like another Cody movie, yeah. and it was just a normal like. Tuesday. Yeah, I feel like. Um, oh no, I lost what I was thinking. Oof. Can we take a second That's though, a um, and discuss the other thing that came up that is now a movie has injected itself so hard into our schedule that I don't think this has ever happened before. Where I have found a movie, sent it to you, and then I was like, "Oh, <laughs> we were both like, we need to watch yeah. this." Yeah, that's true. Was is it Corneolis or what's it called? Yeah, it's it is Cornholio. No, that's not it. (laughs) Coriolanus. It's a there we go. It's a Shakespeare play, Cody. Mm -hmm. Coriolanus. You know when it gives you the like, hey, here's how to pronounce it on Wikipedia, but it just looks like it's spelled out in Greek, and you're like, that doesn't help at all. (laughs) Yeah. Every time. I, Ralph Fiennes says it in the movie, in like the trailer, so that's how I can even get any kind of closeness to it. There you C- go. Cody, could we have found two more separate movies, two more different movies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Two, I don't two. think it's really possible. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll save it because I'm, I'm sure I'm going to like go on a crazy rant about how we got to that movie. When we do yeah. the recording of it, but yeah. it's like, yeah. get ready for us to after this movie do a William Shakespeare play. Get excited! I'm ready. It's, uh, it's going to be good. So, the official rating it won't even have to be average. It's a B plus for this one, right? For Patterson. Patterson. Yep, that's it. Wow. Wow. It's B plus or B plus? Good movie. You know, be sure to tweet at us about your opinions on Marvin. Oh, yeah, I need to know what the people think because um, it seems like we're pretty divided over here. Yeah. I'd lay down my life for that dog. And I would lay down that dog's life for you, Cody. All right? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so then we would just be in a weird, like, you know? Loop. Be like Hawkeye and Black Widow. No, I'll sacrifice myself for you, Marvin. <laughs> No, I want to die more. Yeah. And Marvin Fine, will be like, no, yes, you should die. I'd be like, no, Marvin, <laughs> jump. Wow. Well, thank you for listening. You can follow us and uh, share us. <gasps> oh, we you have us wherever you listen to your cast or what? We got to do the device. What you do? Oh, my goodness. Please do the device. I, uh, I'm, a, I'm, ner- I'm a little nervous. What are you going to get? The device. Hold on, it's pulling up. Divine the film. So you guys say with me. Divine the film. film. Paddleton. Do all your movies have (laughs) Dude. I can't tell you how excited I am. Oh, I. mm. Paddleton? Here's. Oh, it sounds like Patterson. It's not. But it is. Dude. This is. Yeah. Paddleton's one I've seen. That I only know one other person who's ever seen it, and I've never got anyone else to watch. Tyler's gonna be great. This should next episode is gonna be Should great. I read the blurb to give the to you can, tease yeah. to titillate? An unlikely, yeah. an unlikely friendship between two misfit neighbors turns into an unsuspected emotional journey when the younger man is diagnosed with terminal cancer. Paddleton. Dude. A comedy Dude. of dramatic proportions. That's the movie that introduced me to uh, Solving, the, the town in California. They go to Solving in it. All right. Cool. Paddleton. All right. 
I'm so excited. You have no idea how excited I am. This is like, if I could make a list of like the 50 films in, in the device, this would be in the top five of like, okay, this is the one I want to watch this one. We're going to do it. All right. Next, Cody's Corner. Thank you for listening. Follow us wherever you find podcasts. You can tweet at us at Opinion Harbors or on Instagram, Facebook as well. Until next time, watch movies and have opinions. Is it Paddleton because they have, but they have tennis rackets? So. Hey, hey. Your, put your fingers up to my put your lips up to my fingers yeah. mm. oh <laughs>